Cardinals-Bengals tonight, preseason opener at Paycor Stadium. You'll hear it right here. Joining us now, he covers the uh, Cardinals for azcardinals.com. Darren Urban checks in on the Arizona Sports Line. Darren, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I, I do have a question. I know that uh, you and, and Dan were out of practice. I saw Sarah out of practice. When's, when's Jarrett coming out? <laughs> Jarrett... When are you coming out to practice? I have a I had a thing that I had to <laughs> yeah. do. That he had to wash his hair, yeah. Darren. Well done, Darren. <laughs> Just checking. Just well checking. done. All right, going into tonight's game, I, I I'm really curious to see what Trace McSorley's all about. Do you share any of that? How's he look to you in practice from what you've seen? Uh, you know, I, I think he's been uh, about what you would expect. I mean, there are definitely some flashes, and I, I understand um, some of the things they like about him. He definitely has a little bit of athleticism. I think he kind of fits in what Cliff Kingsbury would want. And more importantly, I, I think he, he's definitely somebody that Cliff Kingsbury likes a lot. So, um, you know, I, I know that uh, Guarantano is going to get some snaps at the end of the game uh, today. Um, but if the this team ends up keeping three quarterbacks, which I think they probably should, given the, the history of Kyler Murray and just having that just in case. Um, I would think that Trace McSorley is in a really good spot, but you do want to see him in game action, and uh, this will be a good opportunity for him. Uh, staying on the offense at the running back spot, Eno Benjamin has been one of the more talked about players by Cliff Kingsbury this entire offseason, Darren. Uh, he's going to get some run tonight. They bring in Daryl Williams, but Vic and I were talking about it earlier, and a lot of people feel this way, that Daryl Williams has been kind of not talked about. Eno Benjamin has been talked about. Do you get the feeling that you know, Eno is ahead of Daryl Williams right now on the, on the running back depth chart? I just... I don't know if I necessarily... I, I guess I would say ahead in terms of, of playing time. I think the other part of it, too, guys, is the fact that I think Eno provides a little bit better balance, maybe, to what James Conner might do than maybe Daryl Williams. And that doesn't mean Daryl Williams won't be used. Uh, but I, I just feel like when you had... I, I think they really liked what they had in Conner and Chase Edmonds last year. And I think Eno fits better what Chase was doing Chase Edmonds. So I, I think that's kind of part of it. I mean, the other thing, too, is James Conner, uh, you know, get, has gotten banged up in the past. Every team goes through multiple running backs. Sure. I think ultimately over 17 games, they're going to need all three of those guys. I, I'm not sure how much we're going to see in the next three games. Clearly, we're probably not going to see any of Kyler at all. But I'm, I'm curious, from somebody who's been covering football a long time, how much growth do you see in Kyler Murray just in terms of how he's relating with people? I've noticed he's been spending a great deal amount of time signing autographs after practice, and, and that, to me, that to me is meaningful. What are your thoughts on the growth of him? Well, starting, Dan, I appreciate you making the uh, indirect comment that I'm old, so thank you for that. Um, I would say I, I, I do get that sense a little bit. Um, you know, I'm not in the locker room uh, as much as I have been in the past because of COVID. Hopefully that'll start to change. Um, it does feel like he's in a little bit different of a place. Now, he just got his contract. He's, he knows he's got his big money, and he knows where he's going to be the next few years. Maybe, maybe that is something that is kind of off his mind now where he can kind of relax a little bit. I, it was funny. Um, I know there was so much made of – the comment Cliff Kingsbury made the other day when he, when it first he was first talking about Kyler calling plays in practice and there was a hue and cry across the nation about how Cliff Kingsbury apparently was taking a jab at him which 
was really weird to me because I was in the room and I did not take it that way. Well, Kyler kind of came up to a handful of us at practice on uh, Wednesday, yesterday, and he kind of comes up to me and he goes, hey, he goes, make sure, and he had a huge smile on his face. He goes, make sure you tell the media and everybody that those plays are all scripted. He goes, I'm not, I'm not picking these things. I'm just reading <laughs> off a, a script. So he goes, so it, I, it's not my fault, you know, or whatever he said. So I think he had some fun with it. I don't see Kyler doing that last year or the year before. Uh, I've developed a, a pretty decent relationship with Kyler. And I, I, I would agree with you. I, I feel like he's in a little bit better of a place. But, again, it's going to come down to how he performs on the field. And, and we know there's, there's still going to probably be some ups and downs in terms of how he's perceived. He's a quarterback. There's always going to be criticism. Uh, and that doesn't, that's more than just Kyler. That's Aaron Rodgers. That's Tom Brady. That's whoever if you, if you have some downtimes. Darren Urban from azcardinals.com, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. A lot's been made about the cornerback position, uh, you know, spotlight on Marco Wilson in year two for him to step up and grab one of those starting spots. But as it breaks down right now, Darren, do you feel like the corners that will make up this group for uh, opening week against Kansas City, are they all on the roster right now? Mm, I, you know what? That's a that's a great question. I, I, if I had to make a bet right now, I'm going to say they're going to add somebody before the first game. But I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I mean, there could be a trade, there could be a signing. I, I think there's a there's a you know there's a couple veterans out there who you could still sign, but who knows what kind of money they're asking for. And if you're not sure, if you're a team and you're not sure how much an older veteran has left. Um, the, the reality is, 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 do you really want to guarantee them two, three, four million dollars when, if you sign them after the first week, it's not a guarantee anymore? Especially if you're not sure how much they've got left. And you know, this team has signed veterans uh, before that have worked out really well, and they've signed a couple that have not. Uh, once you get them in here, and you realize, oh, they're they're out of gas. So. I think that's a position they absolutely need to address at some point. Um, whether it happens right away or not, I don't know. I, I think the trade market's going to be interesting because you always have these trades at the end of the preseason where, hey, we'll swap you this guy we're going to release for your guy who you're going to release. And we like them, and we don't want them to get out there on waivers. We'd like to make sure we get our hands on them because, again, with the Cardinals and their waiver position, uh, they're not going to get very many decent prospects that are cut because all these – going to be way down the list after 11 wins last year so I, I think that's another possibility now i've already said i'm i'm driving the bandwagon for isaiah simmons i, I love everything about the kids energy this year but zavin collins I, i'm not sure anyone knows what to expect what do you think about him having a a starting role tonight in a preseason game D- is it fair to expect him to pop off the screen somehow some way if he's playing up against maybe mainly backups well, I can tell you right now, Dan, that's who I'm watching tonight uh, for what I want to do. And uh, fair, I don't know if the right word is fair, but, I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking for. I've heard you guys talking about that and, and making comparisons to guys in summer league for the NBA. And, uh, you know, it's a little harder when you're a linebacker mm. necessarily because the, the, you don't get to can totally control what you're – you know, how the plays are going and all that stuff. But, yeah, you want to see him flash. And, um, you know, he's going to get some playing time tonight, and uh, there's a lot riding on him. And I think he knows that. And what to expect, 
I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I, I just don't know. I don't know which way this goes with Zayvon Collins. I think he's a smart kid. Uh, I think he's incredibly athletic. And he's he's built exactly how you'd want to build that position in terms of how he's made up in terms of size and speed. So we got we got to see if he can get it, and we're not going to know until we're out on the field. Darren, great stuff. Yeah, great uh, I got I got to know with you in Cincinnati is Skyline Chili part of the pregame meal plan for you today? <laughs> I can't say that uh, I'm going to have any Skyline Chili, but I did get a chance to walk past uh, Great American Ballpark this morning, so that was a nice, nice. little walk. Ah, very nice. cool, Darren. Thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it.